All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Good day, buddy. It is a Calgary Flames game day rat. What do we do? It's not a Bills game. It does look like a Bills game day. Now, you, I do not believe there is um, Tuesday Night Football yet. I'm sure. I'm getting ready for it. Just in some case. streaming service will offer a billion dollars to the NFL, but not yet. You are equipped for a Bills game day. It is not a Bills game day. It's a Flames game day. Get your helmets on. Yes, there we are. And um, if you don't mind, just very quickly here. <clears throat> oh, 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 really? Of the wolf, Rhett. Jacob Markstrom yesterday in practice, a puck off his hand. Ouch. Ouch. Son of a. Ah. Beeswax. Ah. And you know what that means? Fractured. Weeks, not days. The call of the wolf. Clap for the wolf, man. And uh, it'll be damn good. that song, or would we get in trouble? We could probably sing that song because we are not good enough to make it sound like it's a copyright infringement. Okay. okay. Clap for the wolf, man. That's a. Is that that the guess who? Clap for the wolf, man. Might be the it's got to be a, a prairie band that feels like uh, that feels like someone close to did you see some, some putts did an AI 
picture for every province. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like a, just an image to represent everything that's in the province? Yes, exactly. I've seen this with like hockey players and like famous politicians and stuff. There's there's a couple guys that are toying around with that AI. It's quite funny. It is interesting to see what AI thinks of everyone. What, 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 so, so which image are you struck, stuck out for you? Was it Alberta? Not, was I didn't even look at them. I just heard about it. I wondered yeah. if we should look it up. And... Guess who? Clap for the wolf, man. There it is. Uh, written by Burton Cummins. Way to go, Bert. Bill Wallace and Kurt Winter. I uh, don't believe any relation to Rich Winter and your Manjapani's agent. Prove it. Uh, all right. Very good. Let's let's learn more about Clap for the Wolfman. 1974 album, Road Food. That's where the song appeared. It was ranked 84th in Billboard Magazine's top Hot 100 of 1974. Uh, yeah. The song is an homage to Wolfman Jack, who is featured talking in his typical on-air DJ voice several times in the recording. It reached number four in Canada and six on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1974. And top 20 in the Netherlands, Belgium, and South Africa as well. Well, those Belgiums. Uh, Wolfman Jack, not who will be attending the gate tonight. That'll be Wolfman Dustin, as he will be with the big club. This always felt like a Dan Vladar start, Rhett. It's been a fair amount of uh, Jacob Markstrom since that start of the year. For Dan Vladar, which actually might not be saying that much. There's not a lot of competition for his best performance of the year, but he was very good in Colorado very early in the gauntlet run. It's been a lot of Markstrom since then. It will not be a lot of Markstrom moving forward as he is week to week. This is quite a spot the Flames find themselves in. And uh, stretching back just two days ago on Afterburner, I guess Saturday, we were talking about like, what's the plan with Wolf? Is everyone okay here? What's the plan with Coronado? Here's the plan. You were waiting for something to give, and something has given, and that is uh, a fracture of a finger in Jacob Markstrom's hand. Problem solved in many ways, and like the flame season, I feel like this is a can't-lose scenario. You I'm kind of with you. No, you and I are on team. They're not contenders by all means. And even if they are, you have to find out. out. And and with, with the goaltending situation, mm -hmm. contender or not, you can't carry three forever, and you can't leave Wolf with the Wranglers. So, I'm with you. It's especially promising yeah. if you believe that this is a group that needs to retool seriously and that should be moving a goalie this year because you're now going to get a good look at all three. You've seen a much better Jacob Markstrom through the first quarter of the season than you did last year in the first three quarters of the season. Uh, Dan Vladar, it's, it's been one very good start, some battling, but too many soft goals. And Dustin Wolf had one start where he didn't get a lot of help, and uh, Nikita Zadorov nearly tucked one in his own net and allowed the Senators to do it for him. Um, you will know more about your number two and three net minder in the organization by the time Jacob marks himself. And I think that's a great thing to probably the point you're making. It's exactly what you need to find out. Can you trade Vladar? Is he any good? Or do you want to keep Vladar? Can you trade Markstrom? Who's going to yeah. stick around? I mean, Wolf is going nowhere, but the other two need to sort their shit out. Plus, if you lose, it gives you even more clarity as to we are in a sell mode scenario. I agree wholeheartedly on, on all those fronts. I think that it, there's no such thing as an untouchable, but Dustin Wolf's the highest on the untouchable rankings for goalies. I mean, he's young, he's cheap, he is highly touted. He is not on the back nine with expected sort of diminishing returns, as you'd think with Markstrom at his age. And he's not, you know, a guy making 2.2 million that, has had more bad starts than good starts this year. That's that's Dan Vladar. If you can find a way 
to move one of those other two netminders. And I, I'll, I can be sold on either case. What you're really trying to do is look at, say, okay, here's what we can get for Vladar. Here's what we can get for Markstrom. Do we need to retain salary for one or the other? How much contract is left? Do we want to burn one of those salary retention holes for one year? Who do we want Wolf working with? All of it matters. What's a better spot for Wolf to be groomed in? But but really what it is, is you're just going to be measuring and saying, okay, here are all the pros if we do this deal. Here are all the pros if we do this deal. Let's let's measure and weigh and talk our way through it. But I would suggest it's a 99% probability that it's going to be Wolf and one other guy and someone's going to be traded. That That's how it's going to go when you look at beyond this year's trade deadline and into next year, because he's earned it. I mean, I, I'm looking at his numbers here, Rhett. So first off, two seasons in the WHL, goalie of the year, goalie of the year. Rookie in the American League, goalie of the year. Second year in the American League, goalie of the year, league MVP. He has played in 118 AHL games. That's a lot. Most goalies posting the numbers he's posted don't get halfway there. They're up to the big club, and they're, they're done with the American League. 83 wins, 23 losses, six overtimes. That's pretty good. It's almost a three-to-one ratio, wins over losses. That, that is wild. His career numbers in the American League, a 2.26 goals against. This is like Mika territory for his career in Calgary, albeit NHL. A 9.27 save percentage, nine shutouts. That's two seasons and change in the American League. This year, 10 3 0, two and a half goals against, 920 save percentage, and two shutouts. He's too good for the American League. It is time to find out what he is at the NHL level. And please be you know, too good for the NHL League, please. What happens when please. you're too good for the NHL? You go to the Hall of Fame and you win. That's Cup. right. You move to a different league called the Hall. What you do is you hang up a bunch of banners. You're a goaltender and a banner hanger. That's what happens when you're too good for the NHL. It's a very important position, Rhett. So Flames are in great shape. And you know what? Like We've seen Game 82, Dustin Wolf last year. You were here. Remember that? We sat mm -hmm. next to each other. It was Game 82 against the Sharks. He allowed one early and then I think was rock solid the rest of the way. We saw the one in Ottawa this year. He's come up and worked the gate a few times. I think that's it at the NHL level. And yes. he has not been overwhelming and what undeniable force, um, but it's time for a run. So, so we can say, okay, he's had ten games. Here's a question: Here's then. where he stacks up against the best sixty goalies in the world. But is he going to get a run, or is Vladar going to get a run? Are they? They'll both split? get a chance. I, I think it's Vladar uh, tonight against Minnesota will, will be what we'll hear. It just makes sense. I think it was probably going to be his start anyway. Then you have Carolina on Thursday. And Let me ask, though, does it change? No, I, don't, I don't give a shit, but just to make the conversation interesting, does it change that Wol Markstrom's out? Like, it, yeah, it might have been Vladar's start even with Markstrom, but yeah, who do you want to set? Are, are you handpicking where Wolf goes in, I guess, is my question. I think what it is is everyone's been preparing for Dan Vladar to start tonight. It's easiest just to let him do that. Let Wolf get acclimatized. Not that it's crazy. He's not traveling. He's down the hall. You could go Wolf tonight, I think, but it's just been way too long since Dan Vladar looked great in Denver. I, I want. I wanted to see him. But he played that other game, didn't he? No, that's his last start. Was Denver? No, no, you're crazy. He you're had crazy. the standout game. That was when, the one against Colorado. No. That was his best start. They mm -hmm. lost what two to no. one, and he was upside down. No, I'm no, he staking my starts. Yeah, Vladar had, had a win. 
Yeah, he came in and absolutely stole the show against Dallas. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. That's that's my fault. Yeah. Right? I I assumed it was the because he uh, had a good start against Colorado as well. It was he played it, decent. Was Vegas, it, Vegas? it was the Vegas of Monday. Vegas. It was after the that's Colorado. Right. Thank you. Sorry, that that's my fault. Because Markstrom got the food poisoning or whatever. There you go. So Markstrom has been in every game since the opener of this homestand. Uh, and it is now game four. It's a two games in a row. I know, but I just was saying, okay, it's Vladar's been great. We talked about it. Let the guy get back in. He's been great. And then it's like, if he hangs a zero, you can play him Thursday too. But yeah, if he's just okay, it's wolf time. And then it's like, boys, the crease is up for whoever wants it. But I, show us with your play who who's going to start. I don't disagree with you. Other than if I'm Conroy, I want Vladar to have. It's a. I guess that's the tough spot for the GM, the coach, the organization is you want to see Wolf, but you need to see Vladar. I think, because I think you got to figure out what you've got in Vladar. I yeah. think you, I think you have a strong belief in what you have in Wolf and you don't know what the hell Vladar is right now. And neither does the rest of the league. I think that's fair. Yeah, he's been in the league a long time and doesn't have a lot of starts. I mean, he's quite young and starts in the NHL, but he's not young by birth certificate. It's it's time to find that out. But it's really simple here. If Dan Vladar plays well, he's going to get a run here. If he doesn't, it's going to be really tough to go to this guy. Because Ryan Husk has been hired to do what? Win games. <laughs> And it's like, if Vladar's going to let in five, I'm going to Wolf. You know, you, we've been talking about this kid for how many years, right? I know, but then that leaves you in Deadsville with Vladar. Yeah, but you got to do anyway, so right? He may or may not be good enough. We don't know. To your point, we don't know. But you you don't just trot him out allowing five a night for five in a row. You can't. You got to see the kids deserved the shot if that's going to be happening. And, and this will all play itself out. It's not like when we're trying to forecast the future, things are hard. When things happen in real time, it's a lot easier. We'll watch tonight's game. I think it'll be obvious whether they go to Wolf or whether it's like, man, we got to keep Vladar on this run is a thought that the Flames could be having. We'll see. It, I think it, tonight there won't be much debate about who it should be Thursday. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> like I said, to, to lead this off, it's a uh, no-lose scenario. I am with you. You're, I think there's uh, clarity to be gained here. Speaking of clarity, and uh, so what is it? There's the crystal structure, clarity. Like, well, there's all the C's. Claritin, like you're sick. Claritin, no, no, no. Like when you're oh. buying a diamond, they, they have all oh, these yeah? different measures. Yeah. It's like clarity is one of them. That's You want something that's ooh, cut. cut. Clarity. clarity and um, charisma, because I don't yeah. know what the third is. You know why we don't sell diamonds and have a jewelry store? Because we, we're not experts at it. What we do know is our wives love diamonds and that they've all been thrilled with gifts we've had taken care of um, at Vina Nova. Our pal Justin talked with him yesterday on a phone call, Rhett. He's setting something up for our guys this Christmas. Because if our guys do one thing in terms of shopping, what's, what's the Achilles heel? What do we always do? We leave screw, it too late. Screw it up and wait we forever. Just, like, what are what are we doing here? Like, it's the twenty third. You're, you're you're just wandering aimlessly around the mall. I don't even know what the store is. What a, what am I going to get her? I'm out of time. So Justin is going to set something up later in the week. We'll have news. There will be, I think, 
some sort of tiered different stuff. There'll be a barn burner, a few exclusive gifts. He's going to walk you through exactly, okay, what's our budget? What are we doing? What is your wife like? But if you haven't been to Vinanova, you've got to do it. It's Calgary's own only lab-grown diamond uh, exclusive jewelry store. Uh, you were in there recently. I took, oh, what, in there the other day. And uh, the ladies are always happy when you or all of us are visiting. It's bright shiny things. Up. Yes, it's a, shiny it's a great thing for 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 the shoveler. She's a big fan of those things. Yes, yeah, and and she's not alone. That's not a no. outlier position for for better halves. They they do like these things a lot. Uh, uh, what? Very excited. She can't wait to unveil what uh, what she's got cooking <laughs> this this holiday season for Vina Nova. So. Give Justin, our boy, a call. If you're not, what's what's the lab-made diamond? What's the lab-grown diamond? It's the exact same as a regular diamond. It's compressed carbon. You just don't have to dig it out of the ground somewhere in the continent of Africa, right? Like you're you're making it in a lab. Boom, there it is. You're cutting it. You Often gemologists can't tell the difference between the two. You can get better clarity. You can, And, and here's the real selling point. Well, if they're the same, who cares? Well, how about one's a fifth of the price of the other one? <laughs> a fifth? Like 20%. Are you kidding me? So uh, talk to our boy, Justin Avina Nova. We'll have more news throughout the week as we get closer to Christmas because uh, you don't want to screw it up. We're good at screwing stuff up. Let's uh, enough. Let's not avoid it. Christmas. Avoid screwing it up. Let's not. And I'm told talking with Justin, he said the biggest day for engagements all year, apparently Christmas. People are so intoxicated. They got the hangover goofiness from all the, the drink the night before. They're thinking about doing it. And like, I'm doing it right here. It's the greatest day of the year. I'm proposing today. You got to upstage uh, grandma and grandpa and their gifts. People do it this on you got the Christmas lighting. Day. You got the tree. That's right. Yeah, it could be good, I guess. If you're going to do it, careful. Go ahead. But uh, that's a lovely day to do it, they say. So sure is. Lovely. Talk to Justin. That's being a Nova. Uh, they are located uh, downtown Stephen Avenue Place. Nice little restaurant right there. Go for a cocktail. Yeah, you can see that. dinner. Zip over. And if you want some custom stuff, just uh, give them a little time to work with. They can they can build it custom. Just don't expect it done that day. That's not how these things Something work. Something for your mother, too. Quit being a putz. What would you get your mom? Some sort of I don't know, uh, whatever the hell pendant. she was. She'd probably be much like the shoveler. She'd, anything that shined, she would probably be excited for. The shiny stuff, more of it, the bigger ones. Mm -hmm. Simple, right? Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay, so we are, we've are we sorted it out. We are not going to screw up Christmas. Fellas, we're going to help you. More news coming later this week. Uh, we have a guest joining us in about uh, four or five minutes, but before we do that, for McLeod Law, we are going to dive into some Flames history. Well, kind of history. Um, It's me today doing this, not boom, so it's going to be a little goofier. I think um, Jack and I have been working on something. I don't want to disparage the great name of McLeod Law so much as celebrate some Flames icons here, Rhett. Let's, uh, from McLeod Law, you know, Calgary-based law firm, they don't, don't have some dopes in another city telling you how you should be doing things. They understand this city, how it ticks. Uh, talk to them if you've got any legal needs. Obviously, Peter Klein, big partner of ours. We'll tell you more about him in a moment. But first, uh, Jack, is, I don't know how many uh, texts you've got out yet today, Rhett. A lot of birthdays in the organization today. Really? Look at this. Okay, let's see who you can name here. I think you played with only Perry Barrison. Okay, Perry's on the left. Holy Jokinen. Swoopy, there he is. Yeah. I know that guy up front. I know his name, but I can't remember I'll it. I'll give you a clue. It's the same-ish kind of name as the guy. 
Casey Zoli. <laughs> the one for the Asians. <laughs> the guy on the far right is playing in Finland right now, but he was playing a lot for the Flames down the stretch last year. His face a little less red than it was last year down the stretch because he was not in great shape. Mm. Who the hell is that? Nick Ritchie on the right. Oh. Shootout legend Nick Ritchie. There it is. Uh, GeoTubers Rock has nailed it. Look at that. Hey, yeah. Now the other one, you got to go back. And well, people have already busted it. Matt's got it nailed. Uh, Matt, Matt knows the birthdays here. That's Nick Hagman in the middle. Hagman. That's so right. I've got a, a great story-ish for each of these guys. We uh, went to the game on the weekend, courtesy uh, our good pal John Winwick at ATB Financial. Boom and I had a little fun. And what you do is you get to have a little meal before you show up way early. There's no traffic, no parking issues. You're in there. Two hours for puck drop. Buffet, drink, schmoozing. Everyone's telling stories. And then you're like, wow, this has been a great day. I'll get a little dessert and another cocktail. Wonderful. And then, okay, I guess it's all probably a little bit of a puck drop. What do we do now? And then we someone wheels in that's from the Flames alumni. We had Joel Otto. We had Tim Hunter last time we did this. It's all kinds of great Flames alums from uh, years gone by. And they tell some stories and just interact, Q&A, tons of fun. Nobody, nobody, and I mean nobody, misses a chance to dunk on Perry Barrison. Because, of course, uh, it was the Nikita Zadorov return on Saturday. So some people started asking about trade requests. And, hey, Mr. Otto, what do you think about a guy asking out? And he said, well, funny thing happened in 1989. <laughs> Rhett, do you remember what happened in 1989? I do, poor poor bastard. That's no good. Uh, and we all love Perry, but I love feel him. like looking back, that might have been a mistake. That was a big oops. So Perry Barrison requested a trade in 1989. Now, I'm guessing he requested it because he wasn't playing. I think he definitely got more ice time where he went, but he also got less cups. Because yeah, less Flames cups. won that spring, and he started the year on the Flames. It was not there. Uh, Perry does great work with the Alumni Association. Uh, Rhett, could get, shed a little light on. Uh, he's one he's of the sent, more active guys, I think. I think he sent an email the other day about, because uh, the, they'll do the uh, Christmas toy drive, the Flames, coming up here. and he, He's involved in everything. Yeah. He's involved in everything. And the first time I ever did the hot stove after a game in Calgary in mm -hmm. downstairs with Peter Marr, uh, I went into the room and some kid walked by and, and looked in and said, can I get your autograph? And I thought, I, I'm the only player. So I'm like, sure. And, and the kid went up to Perry and got his autograph. No, Perry's a player too, Red. Come on. <laughs> And I actually don't even, like, I was so new to the city, I don't even think I know who it was. Uh, so that was, Perry was on the far left. Now, how much overlap did you have with Ole? Please Not tell much. me you had some. A little bit. A little bit. Was he a wingnut? Was he an odd cat? Not a wingnut, just quiet. Weird, okay. Yeah. And, and Finns quiet. can be quiet. I don't want to stereotype. I, I, I wouldn't say, I liked him. It's, yeah. it was, I don't, I'm not speaking disparagingly, but he was quiet. Yeah. And then... Uh, I, I feel like the, the challenge with Ole Jokinen, it was everyone really wanted it to work. And since, again, Liz's arrival, it was like, well, they've never had a legit number one center. You know, Connie was great, and there's a bunch of other guys that have filled holes and played well. But if you could go out and get a star number one center, center. 100-point center, my goodness. Like, how good would this team be if you got a number one center? And then Connie could be a number two. Oh, my God, how good is this team going to be? 
And Ole never really was that here. It was weird. He almost performed better on the Phoenix and Floridas of the world than he did on what was a, a theoretical cup contender in Calgary the two times he was here. Yeah, he was fine, but he certainly wasn't a 100-point guy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, well, uh, Ole, obviously, uh, 10 teams, by the way, Calgary, Florida, L.A., Nashville, Islanders, Rangers, Coyotes, Blues, Leafs, Jets. That might say something for a 100-point player. It's a- <laughs> that, that's kind of where I'm getting at. Odd duck might be too strong, but it just never really matched what your, your expectations were. And then Nick Hagman ended up uh, getting sent down to Abbotsford at the end of his time here, but uh, was an impactful goal scorer at his peak. And the final one, Nick Ritchie, he's now playing at Carpat in the SM Liga. That got done last weekend. He is now overseas. Four happy birthdays for Calgary Flames, courtesy our pals at McLeod Law. You know, Peter Klein, of course, he's the personal injury guy, but he also does disability insurance claims. If your long-term disability insurance company is messing with your rat, you got to contact Peter. He'll get you the benefits that you paid for and you deserve. Get your peace of mind back. Call Peter Klein. Also, McLeod Law, very proud of their community roots. It's a part of their long-standing relationship with clients in the city. They work here. They live here. A diverse and varied background for the people at McLeod Law, just like this community. Uh, McLeod Law, check them out. Uh, if you have any issues, you can call Peter at 403-254-3864. Okay, we have a guest. Let's get to it on the uh, TELUS Insider Hotline. We head to, I believe, Portland, Oregon. Uh, Dan Near, the new WHL commissioner. Sir, how are you today? Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Yes, Portland, Oregon. This is uh, quite something. I, uh, You were unveiled, I believe, last week as the new commissioner of the WHL, and you even got to get on the Flames broadcast, but I think Connie had just made a trade for Zadorov, and they're like, uh, Dan Near, new commissioner, uh, what do you want to do on the job? Ten seconds or less. <laughs> It was a quick hit, but uh, but I appreciate the opportunity. It was great to get up to Calgary. You know, I'm I'm from the East Coast, from Ontario, uh, but I've been in the U.S. a long time. So uh, being back in Calgary, uh, being in the rink, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I'm sure they'll have a little more time for me down the road. As uh, and maybe I'll have more to talk about too uh, okay. once I get a seat. So it, it, walk us through your career to end up in the commissioner's chair in the WHL. Is this the type of job that's always been on your radar? Was Did someone come out of the blue and say, hey, have you ever thought about this? Like, how did we arrive here? Because I believe you're even still at your old work or at least, you know, just exiting the process of leaving Portland, whatever it is. You work for Adidas. That's not necessarily a straight line. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but I've been I've been connected to hockey for really my whole life, uh, but in the business of hockey for the last 20 years or so. And I'll probably give you the medium version of it. Um, but I had, I had a couple really interesting opportunities going back to high school and college. One, uh, I worked in the TSN newsroom and really got my first taste of uh, here's what happens behind the scenes. Like as a young athlete and fan of sport, you never really know what was on behind the scenes, but I was working on Sports Center. It was called Sports Desk at the time, sure. making highlight packs for baseball games and running teleprompters and doing that kind of thing. But uh, I was at Western in London, Ontario. Uh, I went there to actually play football uh, that I crapped out after a year and ended up the color analyst the rest of the way on, nice. on campus radio. But um, I took a year and left the program for credit to go down to New York City and work at NBC Sports, like in 30 Rockefeller Center. Uh, Dick Ebersol's down the hall smoking cigars, 
uh, working on, it was NBA on NBC and they had just got arena football, Notre Dame football. And so I was getting exposed to this idea of sports business uh, in a really big city environment, right? It was 2002 in New York City, right Vegas, after my yeah. left. And uh, I got the itch, guys. I, I'm like, okay, this is a path I want to take. So I finished my degree. I went in MBA school. And I actually thought I was going to end up in packaged goods. I had a job offer at Procter & Gamble to work on Herbal Essences Shampoo. I was about <laughs> to take the job, uh, move back to Toronto. And somebody said, hey, while you're in uh, New York visiting you should go check out the NHL office. Um, it's a beautiful office. It's in the middle of New York City. You've never had a chance. Like I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So um, I visited the NHL. It was right after the 0405 season long lockout. And a consequence of that was most of the staff got let go. They were really, really lean at the time. So a walk around the office as kind of a graduating MBA about to go work in shampoo quickly turned into, oh, you could help us here. And so I uh, declined. I was one of the few people to decline kind of the dream package goods job at Procter & Gamble uh, in favor of, hey, my fiance at the time and I, we're going to move to New York City and try this NHL thing out. And so I worked in the licensing and consumer products group there. I spent 10 years there working on a variety of things. But what was, uh, I think, a little parallel to where we are with the WHL is there was a little bit of an underdog nature of NHL at the time, especially in the US. If you remember at the time, hockey was on the Outdoor Life Network, was like yes. the podcast oh. partner in the US. And it was a fairly, and it was coming out of a year long lockout. It was a fairly low point and got to be a part of, hey, there, I believe in this. We can build this. We can generate interest and scale and excitement around what we're doing. And, um, you know, I had a great set of mentors. I had um, a lot of fun along the way, but I spent 10 years in New York City working on the business side at the NHL. From there, Adidas and the NHL uh, got married. That was in 2016 at the World Cup of Hockey. Sure. Um, and so I joined Adidas. I was kind of getting to the point I had a five-year-old and two four-year-old kids. The commute to New York City was a real grind. There's a ton of travel. Um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be a hockey guy for life. And Adidas was a chance to say, well, I'm going to maximize what I've done. I'm going to go work in the business of hockey, uh, but on the Adidas side. And by the way, Adidas has so many tentacles. Maybe I'll go work on something else, not be typecast as a hockey guy for life. So I was wondering if I might get out of hockey when I made that move. But, um, but I led the global hockey business for Adidas. And if you recall back at the World Cup, Adidas had never been on any hockey products short of uh, some really old skates in like the 1960s and some huh. European like Spangler Cup jerseys and that kind of thing, right? And um, and so we got it out of the gate. We signed athletes, you know, Crosby, McDavid, PK, Matt Barzal. Um, you know, um, you know, we had women's hockey relationships. We launched Reverse Retro. Um, you know, a whole bunch of different initiatives. Uh, that were really built around trying to build the impact brand wise for the for the league through a consumer products partnership. I spent eight years here now, dabbled in a bunch of other things at Adidas. And honestly, although Adidas and the NHL were coming to a close, I wasn't super anxious to get out. Um, I had a good landing pad and I'm working on really interesting things here. But when I heard Ron was retiring, when I got a couple of calls from people involved with the league that said, hey, you should look at this. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I should. And, you know, it was a four or five month process with a lot of intense conversations from 
not only the governors and the owners, but everybody uh, I know in my kind of industry circles around, hey, what do you think of this? And um, and people think that it's a good fit for me. I think it's a good fit for me. I got to show it now, but it's this idea of bringing a hockey acumen and then commercial and business acumen together to try and propel the league forward. Well, I, I think it's a great fit because I think the, the stereotype that maybe is true or maybe that the league has to fight is that it's an older brand. It's risk averse. You know, what are you going to do to attract younger fans? Uh, your background is, is it, I feel like this is a perfect fit in terms of I love to see a, a league like the WHL going to a guy like you rather than some 70 year old crony that's been working for the league for 50 years. Uh, what do you see as the brand you're now in charge of? Like, how do you view the WHL and its strengths versus the areas you want to improve? So I think that um, hockey has probably, not just WHL, all hockey has been relatively slow moving as far as taking risks like this. And like, I don't know, if you think back to the, when the Winter Classic first launched back in 2008, maybe that game in Buffalo, I see the Bills gear, um, Buffalo and Pittsburgh, um, it was trying something new that may have worked, may not have worked, that people maybe not wouldn't have thought was possible or can, you can't have a two-point competitive game if it's snowing outside and uh, and drawing lines in the sand around what hockey is or isn't or can be or should be. And look, I'm not out here to change all the rules of the game. I'm not out here to take the heritage and tradition out of what Major Junior or Western Hockey League play is. I just think the idea of trying to create some energy around the product is something that will really resonate with the fans. And so I think a big thing people worry about is, ah, you know, it's a redistribution of, of wealth, so to speak. Like, let's cut the same pie a bunch of different ways. It's like, no, we're still going to do all the things we've always done to cater to and entertain the core fan. We can't alienate the core fan. Mm -hmm. But boy, I think there's a big opportunity to bring new fans into this sphere. I think there's an opportunity for people outside of the home market to care. So I want you to care about what's happening in Brandon, Manitoba. I want uh, someone in Portland to care about what's going on with the Vancouver Giants. But you have to create platforms, content, exposure, storytelling in a way that makes it viable. So when one of our players is going off to play in the World Junior Championships, we better be documenting that and storytelling it and providing access to consumers. And that's not necessarily a singular path to revenue growth, but I do think that a lot of this loops back to familiarity with the product, interest in the product, commitment to the product. And our fans are blue collar fans. You know, We're talking about a $20, $25 ticket to come to our games and it's a choice. It's a choice. You can spend that money elsewhere. And we want to provide a platform and an opportunity that fans want to be in our buildings and want to experience what WHL has to offer. Uh, some of the early comments you had after taking the job were that you want to be a more attractive place for Americans or at least recruit a higher percentage of Americans. We're seeing a lot of stronger leagues down there. USHL, a lot of kids in the college route have had a lot of success. What do you do to sell the WHL? And maybe what is what story isn't told enough to those people that uh, maybe haven't considered your the WHL strongly enough? Yeah, I, I think the the pervasive myth is that you're surrendering your education if you come and play major junior hockey. And that's actually not the case. Our scholarship program is 
is pretty robust. I think there's 350 WHL alum alone right now um, in post-secondary education. Uh, many of them playing hockey, over 200 of them playing hockey on the Canadian side of the border. Uh, but you earn a scholarship when you play with us. And so if you imagine somebody playing five years in our league where it's an all expenses paid, billet family experience, all your gear, everything is covered, your travel is covered for five years with the team. Mm -hmm. And then you get five years of additional scholarship funding. Um, you know, you're under the WHL's wing, so to speak, for 10 years. And these owners are making significant commitments um, to you as a player um, and to your individual development. I was at the Portland game um, on the weekend and I brought my family, uh, which was a lot of fun. And I met the educational advisor, Sue, for the for the Winter Hawks. And I hadn't had any exposure yet to any of these educational advisors. And what she was talking to me about is the collaboration she has with players coming from Manitoba, from Saskatchewan, from Alberta, and making sure the credits they're earning are transferred over. She talked to me about the idea that for players who have already graduated high school, they have two collegiate classes that are taught in the arena after the morning practice and before games. And like all these things that I didn't know about, I think we have to do a better job socializing and educate, educating parents and prospective players about that dimension of the player experience because the product on the ice is unquestionably uh, a real gateway to the future, right? If you look at NHL opening night rosters, 20% uh, came from the Western Hockey League. The This is a great place to go uh, if you want to become uh, the best hockey player. But what is understated right now is the quality of people we're developing and the educational experience that comes along with it. Uh, are you moving to Calgary? I know league offices are here. And, of course, uh, you know, we've got a, a bunch of great events. I know the teddy bear toss just wrapped up. I recall taking my kids to a 17,000-person Connor Bedard game last year with Hitman when – Regina Pastor, are, are you soon a Calgarian or, or is this sort of uh, still in, in, in decision? No, I'm, I'm soon a Calgarian. I, uh, I, my plan is I'm, gonna, I'm planning to attend the Winter Classic in Seattle with my family um, just up the road from us here. And I'm going to continue on up to Calgary from there. They're going to head back to Portland. They're going to uh, finish up the school year in Portland and our family will move to the Calgary area. Our COO, Greg Gardner, on, on Friday, the day after the press conference, took me for a little spin around town so I could start to get an idea of the different communities. And honestly, uh, I've got a 13-year-old and two 12-year-olds making sure we get situated in a place where the schools are great, the sports and activities are great, and, and um, you know, and the community is great. Be, uh, it will be a huge priority. I've heard about these uh, lake communities, uh, and the, like pod hockey is not a thing in portland oregon i can't wait to get out onto the ice and to dangle around some of the kids and show them i still got it well i got a great rental property for you it's, down, it's on say, the lake it's all set awesome. up it's ready to go so red is in buffalo he's wearing the buffalo gear as well probably he doesn't know who red is red is an ex-former saskatoon blade i tried to buy the blades when they were last for sale probably eight to ten years ago uh, played three years there, a uh, big fan of the WHL. So uh, congratulations on the new job. So, and, I, and then I went on to play pro as well. But uh, then I bought yeah. a house in Calgary and moved to Buffalo. Redhead stops in Florida, Buffalo, and Calgary. And his wife's from Buffalo, and he spent the last uh, year and a half there, I want to say, Rhett-ish, almost there. So there is a, a lovely house on a lake in Calgary, sitting empty, that I'm sure we can connect you to with emails after the show. That's easy. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> 
Dan, congrats. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you here in Calgary and, and uh, welcoming you to the city. You're going to love it, and I think you're a great hire for the league. Thanks for sharing some time with us. Nice to meet you, fellas. Talk soon. Right on. There's Dan Neer, new commissioner of uh, the Western Hockey League, joining us on the TELUS Insider Hotline. I didn't know if if Dan knew who you were or not. It's a very I'm guessing valid point. Dan you just has... look like some schlub in his basement wearing Bill's gear. Yeah, he's like, who is this asshat? <laughs> <laughs> Does it Rick, Rick Ryan's kid? What are we doing over there? Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> it's uh, it's, man, he makes a lot of good points in there, and I think he, it's very valid to say, like, what do you mean you're losing your education if you're playing the Washington League? Like, of course, you can't go to the NCAA. We know that, but I think the level of hockey that gets overlooked the most in North America, and I don't think it's close, is the caliber of play you get in new sports. It's, Our home rink for minor hockey happens to be where the Mount Royal Cougars play. And so I absolutely love it when we get into January, February, the kids will have a practice midday or afternoon, and then you see the Cougars warming up. It's like, you know what? There's arcade games. You got bubble hockey. We'll get some food here. Let's stay. And then when the game starts, we'll buy tickets and go watch the Cougars. And maybe it's the Dinos who had that incredible run last year. Maybe it's, you know, University of Alberta, this incredibly historic franchise that's just always the upper echelon. Of, but th these are incredible great hockey players that are yes. in their mid-20s. They're grown-ass men. They would destroy it, junior teams. It makes no sense because th those kids, a lot of them played junior, either, you know, major junior or whatever the hell aj and stuff yep and if those kids go to a school in the states it's still being scouted and yep. revered yeah as opposed to canadian university hockey. the perception is is the only difference I, I don't think the caliber of athletes much different at all and it is changing we're starting to see guys get signed i know the cougars last year had a guy that uh that came in and boom, the season was over and he was off to Europe. Like it's happening and it's great to see it happening. I'm trying to think which of the NHL netminders was it Logan Thompson, the, the Calgarian that he was in, I think Carlton or somewhere in Ontario. And he's now in the NHL. It used to be seen as like the retirement home for junior players. Whereas NCAA athletes were viewed as these up and coming youngsters, even though they're the same age, but I'm, I'm happy to say that I think it's changing and we're starting to see even uh, the two brothers, the flame signed one, the Oilers, sign the other like really high profile free agent signings that he use sports that's that's cool to see so I, I think it's changing it is changing but it's still far behind yes that that absolutely and we're talking yeah anyway uh good luck to dan that's kind of cool i like a guy coming from an adidas place like you think about those kinds of companies you got to be cutting edge you got to take risks you got to roll the dice you got to be interesting that's the type of person i i think the cfl needs running it but I was just going to say the WHL and the CFL, uh, and I think the CFL is even further behind than the dub because the dub is just, it's very localized and isn't a professional sport. So you get, yeah. if your team's doing well and Swift Current, they'll come out and watch. And Prince Albert, same thing. But I do think that there's a a need for, I won't call it a facelift, but a, a, a new look, cool look, get pe younger people to get interested in it because hockey's going to struggle with viewership because basketball soccer all great sports and i like all sports but there's only so much money that a family can spend on entertainment yeah and playing and if your kid's playing soccer or basketball hockey's expensive you have to find a way to engage with more people 
Uh, Quest in the comments noting Logan Thompson was at Brock University. There you go. Like, that's cool. You love seeing that. No, 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 no. We're no, This isn't uh, the victory it's lap. It's not a real still university. still developing though. hockey players. It's, Brock's it's not, not a real, real university. <laughs> Brock's going to talk to you about this. He's got a real good setup there. Don't go raining on his parade. Uh, but like, I think of how what what has come up that in the Western League that we've talked about in the last week. It was those cool ass jerseys, the Lake Diefenbaker yes. Swamp Sharks or Slough Sharks. Like that's the type of stuff where you're like, yes, this is how you engage with younger fan bases. Get them cool merch. Everyone that goes to a game is gonna love it. Like it's a no brainer. You're you're at a live sporting event that's fun and it's top notch athletes. And I'll tell you what, I don't care what ago. anyone says. The fact that there's less scrapping makes it harder because growing up literally and i'm not saying it was a good thing literally there would be people going to watch the fights totally yeah it's different now for sure uh thanks to dan for joining us very good you want to do a pin report here but i don't but you can do you want to uh do you want to watch me do the pin report do you want yes. to ask me while i do the yes. pin report? Yeah. Don't, do you want to scroll the internet while I'm doing Someone it? I don't want that. accused me of falling asleep the other day. They phoned my dad and said, your son fell asleep on the show. Who called your dad? Uh, uh, Peter Jack from Down Under. PJ. All yeah. right. How's, uh, how's your nephew doing over there? He's lost. We can't find him. Do we have so any kangaroo incidents? That could be an issue. Great. Now, yesterday in the Pinder Report, we had a lost kangaroo in Ontario. Remember, mm -hmm. we have an update. <laughs> a smushed kangaroo. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, you, you're going to want to stay awake till the end, Rat. Okay. All right. It's the Pender Report for Village Honda, located in the Northwest Auto Mall and at villagehonda.com. New in stock inventory on the ground. Start your automotive journey at Village Honda, where new vehicle pricing is MSRP. Also, huge selection of used vehicles, all makes, all models for all budgets, with over 70 units on site and access to over 400 more in the dealer group. Okay, we start with the big flames news. This was uh, this morning. Oh, my goodness. Get ready for the shuffle and net. We talked about it. We led the show with it. Oh, it's the call for Dustin Wolf from the American League. Jacob Markstrom's going to be out week to week is the diagnosis threat. Now, did you owl because Markstrom hurt his finger or because Wolf's up? No, that's the, that's the wolf howl. Yeah. Oh, that's a howl, not an owl. If you're captioning it, it's hard. I think if you're listening, it's probably easier to tell. Give me an owl. Give me a good owl. Ow! Yeah, that doesn't sound like a wolf. No, no, give me an owl. No, give me an owl. Owl? No, no, that's no, not a wolf. Give me doesn't a wolf howl. Owl. You do the wolf howl. I owl. did the owl. You know who's jacked about this is Terry from uh, Fubar. Because, you know, Terry's always. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be wound up. Oh, he, he loves the owls to begin with. And now Wolf's coming up. Look out. We got to get him on the show. He'll be jacked. Uh, so what does this mean? Well, Wolf's coming up. I would think he's going to get some starts here, Rep. But I, my guess would be it's Dan Vladar tonight. And by all means, if he wants to hang zeros for a week, he can keep playing. They don't have a back-to-back -back for a while. It is Dan Vladar tonight, by the so way. So there you are. As we suspected, no surprise there. Some other news in Flames land. Uh, look who is skating with Jacob Pelche and the Rune Dog with Michael Stone, the development coach this morning. This is uh, Oliver Shillington with the two injured Flames, Rooney and Peltier. We saw him skating at Max Bell. Good to see him on the ice again. Uh, it's going to be difficult to talk about this, Rhett, because the more you see him on the ice practicing with his teammates, the more 
People are going to want a timeline and say, get him in, get him in. Boy, it'd be great to see him. Boy, there's some ice for him. But we don't have anything for him in terms of a timeline. Well, just judging by him being bent over there, I'd say he's out of shape. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many laps he was getting. Hopefully it was more than one. But uh, a great sign. And that's got to be encouraging for everyone involved. All of our fans, the team, great stuff to see. Minnesota Wilder in town. They are riding the new coach bump, Brett. 3-0 and under John Hines. That's what they look like up front. Kaprizov, Rossi, and Zuccarello is the top line. Erickson Eck, Johansson, and Boldy, your second line. And then uh, they got some meat on this team. Marcus Foligno, former Rochester American. Freddie Gaudreau, a lot bigger and tougher than Johnny. And uh, Patrick Maroon, the big reg, who, of course, went, what, three Stanley Cup finals in a row? Tampa, Tampa, St. Louis. Goodness. Yep. Uh, so that's noted uh, meathead Hartman. He always gives it to the flames. Well, and Hartman's usually way up the lineup. You've seen him with Kaprizov and Zuccarello at times. I don't know what's going on there with Ryan Hartman on the fourth line, but, uh, okay. There he is. Pairs looked like this on the back end. Brodine has been, uh, one of the best defenders of, uh, the, of, of hockey in a long time, like the, his own end, I should say. And that's the rookie Brock Faber who's getting lots of love. They got him in the Kevin Fiala deal when he went to LA Red. When you're spending 12 to 15 million a year on guys not coming to work named Suter and Parise, you're going to have to make some tough decisions. And that was getting rid of Fiala when he needed to raise, but they turned him into a Minnesota college hockey stud, Brock Faber, who's on the top pair. He looks like he'll be a gooder for a long time. Middleton's got that great mustache. He came over from San Jose a couple of years ago. He's a favorite of booms. Have to mention the mustache with him not here. And uh, Spurgeon. Very important player for them. And then it's Merrill and Goligoski on the back end. No Dumba this year. That's really the big change for the Wild last year to this year. The also the big change is just hasn't been good in the standings. But 3-0 and under Hines. We'll see what they do tonight against Ryan Huska's Flames. Here's a look at the gauntlet run. Where are the Flames at? What have they been doing? Well, they're 3-2 and two through five games. Win-loss, win-win-loss. Three games remain on the homestand. It'll be Carolina Thursday, New Jersey Saturday afternoon. Then a murderous three-game in four-night road trip that sees, yes, a back-to-back, and yes, games in three different cities, and no, none of those cities are close to each other. You ever tried to drive from Denver to Vegas or Vegas to Minnesota? Do you? No. No, I haven't. Those are flights. That's the distance you're covering there. That will be tough. No question. Um, moving forward, I have I have what I call a, a palate cleanser, right? You know what a palate cleanser is? I do. It's the um, in between meals or in between sure. courses. Yeah, something so- just resets mm-hmm. you. You don't have to mm-hmm. taste that garlic anymore. Here we go. Let's get out of the uh, super hyper today focus on the flames. I stumbled across some beautiful photos, and I just think it'll make everyone in it. Look at this. Oh. Like, are you kidding me? Alternate Learning how to read. Jerome. Look, he's learning how to read. Those kids are teaching him how to read. That is unbelievable. I saw this. I was jacked. Uh, and then there's more Jerome reading to kids. Still the alternate there. What a stud. Whenever you're worried about this team, just remember that guy. He's talking to Connie every day, Red. I feel like that that he's a, he's a, he's an ally, right? He's, he's going to help help us through these tough times. Are they good? Are they bad? Are they in the middle? This guy learning how to read is going to help the team. <laughs> he was so great in the community, wasn't he? No, terrible. He didn't smile or get involved. No. Oh, wait. Yeah, he did. He was great. And my kids ran into him the first time at development camp. 
this spring. So he was new to the organization and I was not there. They were with another uh, kid and their dad. And the dad's like, oh my God, that's Drew McGinley. And they're like, hey, Jerome. And he's like, I just run to the washroom. He's like, can we get one photo real quick? He's like, yep, let's do it. Picture, done, boom. Boys are jacked. He doesn't say no enough. Exactly. Too nice. Too nice. I don't. He's not nice when he's on the ice. I hope he's not. I nice. used to have to say no for him when idiots would come sit with us at supper out and about. Just sit down beside us. Just and pull start a chair. Hey, Jerome. I'm just gonna join in for a moment. Can you f off, bud? Like <laughs> you're his. You were his uh, dom, the the Philly security guy. Yes. Those long arms. You'd carry people away. I think he needed a handler. He had a few. The uh, NHL last night, a bunch of great stories to get into. A thousand games on the blue line for all, well, one of these Victor Hedmans. See the jerseys? They, they all have the number 1,000 on the back. He might play another 1,000, that guy. Isn't he unbelievable? Wow. Vic Hedman, just a few cups, a few Norrises, and uh, a 1,000 games in the regular season, never mind the, the postseason. What do you think of when you think of Hedman? Nicholas Lidstrom. Calm, cool, big, smooth, never under pressure, always in the right position, like smart. Yeah. Do you think he'd ever fart when someone was doing an interview, though, next to him? I doubt it. Someone did last night for Tampa. Here's Andre Vasilevsky. Let's have a listen. <laughs> Turn it on. Your mind in the last 48 hours from the end of the game on Saturday to the start of this one? Um. Yeah, I mean, obviously it wasn't great feeling uh, last game, but um, uh, um, last game, but um, who is doing that? Hedman wouldn't do that. Hedman wouldn't do that, right? You, you know what though? Who, the whole the world is the whole world is laughing. There's yeah, something about a fart. Everybody just giggles. You and my eight year olds would agree. Farts are the funniest thing possible ever. Close the case. Uh the coyotes are on a weird run, right? Get this. Heading into yesterday's game, they'd won four in a row, all against the last four cup champions. So Vegas last year, Colorado the year before that. Tampa the two years before that, and then the Blues before that. Isn't that wild? Hmm. Huh. Well, the Blues, I guess, were like there was one in the middle there. So last night they played Washington. Hold on. Washington won a cup in there too, and they beat them. They beat the wheels off them. I think 6 nothing. Rats. The Yotes have got five consecutive victories against the last five teams to lift the cup. Whoa. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Five, five years ago is a long time. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, it's more just like the randomness of this is quite impressive interesting gotcha i'm not here to tell you that the yotes are going to win the cup this year nor that the blues are a powerhouse these days but um i, I don't even know how many chances a schedule maker would give a team to do this maybe zero since in the last five years that's wild uh in the comments by the way swag is noting farting will never not be funny uh -uh. which is a double negative that means farting is always funny Trying to think of the odd scenario, it may push your luck a few times, but it's still if people still are good. Funny. Yeah. If, if people are good-hearted, it's still a chuckle. Like if you're in church, you're gonna get in trouble, but you know your boys are just dying. They're dying trying not to laugh. Yeah. They're like yeah. face red, like gonna explode. In it's funny. Trust me. My wife doesn't think this is funny. Big games tonight. Uh, the LA Kings can make NHL history retro. They will try to match the Ooh. longest road winning streak. To st they still haven't lost on the road. We're in December. Oh, my God. That's a long time. That's incredible. Lots of home games. I don't know. I think they're doing what everyone else is doing. Some of them and then we get the Hughes Bowl. First ever Hughes Bowl. All three Hugheses. Luke and Jack in New Jersey. And, of course, Quinn in Vancouver. Stalls would kick their ass. Stalls would want to fight, but if it's three on three, I'm taking the Hughes all day. <laughs> you know who'd win all those is the Sutters because they can just feel they can make lines. Well, they changes. got two lines. <laughs> these guys are gassed. They'll send us some fresh bodies. Twins, you ready? Let's go. <laughs> That's wild. That's incredible stuff. Here's the full slate. There it is. Kings and Columbus. Well, it's guaranteed night, win night for the Kings as well. Isn't that something? So they want the record and Columbus. You can't get fat and sassy looking at your next one to set the record. You just got to keep doing what you're doing. Rangers have been excellent. They're in Ottawa where their owner did not give a vote of confidence to DJ Smith so much as uh -oh. acknowledges the angst amongst the fan base. Wings and Sabres, two teams we thought uh, maybe one of them would be good enough to get into the postseason. I don't think many of us thought it would be Detroit, Rat. That's been the way it's gone. And they just recalled Devin Levi, I believe, today, because Pekka Ukaluka Tukaluka Bukalukanen is ill today. Speaking of Buffalo goaltending, mm. Buffalo great and Jersey in the rafters, Ryan Miller was kicking around the rink here this morning. Mie. Okay. Remember when you uh, took a lot of them traded. and then went to the game and you're like, no, no, he definitely deserved to have his number retired. That was my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Forgot some of those things. <laughs> Uh, what else have we got on the slate? Sharks and Islanders. We Nashville, Chicago. Okay. Minnesota, Calgary tonight. We'll obviously uh, have an afterburner tonight. Myself and Cammy in studio to break down the uh, first of a couple games against the wild here in a short span. And then it's uh, the ducks. They've cooled off after a hot start in Colorado. Good luck with that. 
and then the Hughes Bowl to cap it. Something's not right in New Jersey. They've called up Simon Nemich. Uh, Dougie Hamilton's on IR. They haven't been getting goaltending. We thought this was a cup contender, and they still might be, but it, it, they're, 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 what, 500 right now? Well, it's one of those scenarios where the goaltending hasn't maybe turned out the way they were hoping. They're kind of no-name goaltenders, but they played well last year, so mm -hmm. they thought they'd copy that uh, game plan, and it's just not going that way. March. Yeah, it was Vanacek last year, and then Schmid, the youngster, was great. But it, just because you were good when you were 19 or 20 doesn't mean your 21-year-old season's going to be even better. It's You know how goalies work. It's volatile. Let's go to the Calgary Hitmen. We talked about the teddy bear toss on the weekend, over 21,000 bears. Here are these – look at these – good, hard-working young fellas. Look at these good Canadian boys handing out teddy bears. Let's go. Good stuff here. And they got the Christmas jersey on. See the snow on the numbers? And no that? snow on the ground. You did notice that too, hey? It's lovely. No snow. Also, um, fellas flooding the rink. We're getting a little nervous here because uh, high today, it's already five. Mm. 13? Mm. That's not dice making weather. No good. You have to buy... Uh... What was that? Who was it? Dregs that had the ice making machine? You could buy that. Yeah, there's the. I don't know. If there's enough for everyone, but that's true. And look at this. This is how warm it is, Rhett. The city of Calgary. Love it. All times at Maple Ridge and Shagging Happy Point. The city-owned courses. They're good. You rock and roll. That was yesterday. You could book tea time. People are golfing today. Holy shit! What a time to be alive. I don't know if I should be scared or excited. Maybe a little of both, eh? Yeah, I'd be excited. Be like Dean. Just take everything positive. Just look at the bright side and really soak in the possibilities of what could be. <laughs> uh, this is getting crazy with Shohei Otani, Rat. Uh oh. Guess where he was yesterday? Uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame. He was in Dunedin, Florida, which oh. is known for, well, the Blue Jays' spring training site. And development complex this guy's a baseball nerd this guy does not have fancy cars and he's not Derek jeter out on the town he is a nerd of nerds for baseball and very intrigued to see the hundred million dollar training facility the jays completed in just 2021 a few years ago this is like shohei's interested Rhett, or he does not show up to the development complex and some people are reporting it's the dodgers of the jays that's it closed book we don't know it's shrouded in secrecy but the insiders are basically saying Dodgers are still the favorite, but there's obviously interest in the Blue Jays if he's showing up at their spring facility. Now, did we agree on the Blue Jackets, or was it Please those give us, jerseys? Give us good things in Toronto. I can drive up there, watch some. Might be able to watch playoff baseball. Oh. You should reach out to Evander Kane. He was taking the helicopter from Buffalo. Yeah, how much is it? I don't know, but. <laughs> I, it's a great way to view the Jays. His teammates didn't like it very much, but God, he could get back and forth really quick. There's got to be some helipad downtown, right? You don't need to go to the airport. And I don't have teammates, so the hell with them, wherever yeah, they are. Family members, screw them, whatever. Roommates, not teammates. Uh, Manning Cast podcast, you, you know what? Uh, they, they do the Monday Night Football game, right? Um, yeah, they do. Regular ESPN channel would have mm -hmm. Monday Night Football, I believe. And then it's. No, Jack sent me this screenshot. I have one question. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Rhett, what are they looking at? Well, there's, there's a couple of ladies in the hot tub, I guess. I don't know. It's uh, Where's the pool? 
That is a glass-sided pool they have at the stadium in Jacksonville. Oh. So the camera went to the pool, and the Manning brothers look like a bunch of frat boys all fired up. (laughs) (laughs) They've been set up, poor guys. Oh, they didn't see it coming. The the, the producer's like, we're going to go to a slow-motion replay. really want your attention here. Oh, it's it's the pool in Jacksonville. They also had Tua playing guitar last night. Did you see that? That's getting viral no, now. I didn't watch them. Tua's a, I know you don't like their a- AFC and East Chip rivals, Chip. but um, Tua can play guitar. Tears in heaven. And quarterback. Yes. Yeah. Both those things. All right. We got a lot of dumb shit. Tears today. in heaven. How depressing. Like, yeah, it is. It's, you know what? He didn't sing the lyrics, though. No. It was just showcasing his guitar skills. It's a lovely That's melody. That's not the one I would pick. How about yeah. some? <laughs> Here's a song about some people dying. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's what Boomer would do. Come on, Tua, be better. Boomer's got a guitar. Have you ever heard him play it? No, he's a gearhead. He's not a guitar player. All right. This is uh, an incident. I don't know what level of hockey this is, but I'm hoping this isn't you or Rob Ray with these kids you're coaching because the lines didn't do a great job here. The lines was now tied up with the player. Comes him to the end. And now the other people have shown. And there's oh, I love the this. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow, that's uh, that's and Rob Ray off the bench. He punched that kid. Then it looked Sorry. like he. They must have entangled up the two players after fighting, and the linesman sort of grabs him, and then they start jostling a bit, and the player ends up on the ice, and the linesman's not. It kind of looks punch. like he shoves him a bit. Yeah, that's, that's a sucks. punch. He did fire one. Jeez. And the coach spear. Goal. Love player. it. You know what? Fair's fair. I'm with I'm with the coach on that one. The coach will be suspended indefinitely for life. But yes. I'm, you know what? I, I that's not right. Two wrongs don't maybe make a right. But I'll tell you what, I would be doing the same thing. Right? If you see that coach, you got to buy him a beer. That's a rule. Absolutely. Not anyone pay else. for his kids' hockey. Careful. That's getting really smooth. Uh, there's there's a game you play called Florida Man, and you type. Florida man and your birthday into Google and you can learn all kinds of crazy things and it's fun. And everyone has a Florida man story. Uh, I don't know what the date of this is, but this was a new one for Florida man. Florida man breaks into jail to smoke a blunt with his friend. You've heard of people breaking out of jail. You've definitely heard of people smoking blunts with friends. This man broke into jail to do it. Medium security, medium security. That is some level of, um, Really wanted to see your pal. That's you know. Well, wasn't there a show fun. about these the guys at Ultimate Beer Run or something where they <laughs> took beer to Vietnam for their buddies in the war? I don't know. That sounds unreal. Uh, Boom would probably love this or hate this. He would not be indifferent. You're a food guy. Take a look. This is one of our listeners. No, uh, he's JC. not liking that. That looks like some sort of bologna product. Well, it's pickles and pickles uh, and bologna. A lot of gelatin. And gelatin in there with, with whipped cream on top. Um, that is no. That's a it's binary, right? It's a it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And down it is. Jack. Two thumbs down. Okay. Thank I'm you, also Jack. sorry, JC. That's not gonna do it for me either. Oh for three. Would boom, boom get a little pukey on this one or no? It might. I don't that know. Gelatin always gets them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Falls the tr- the greatest beer run ever. 
follows the true story. Oh, wait, no, come on. This was a Click. movie that came out a couple of years ago, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, 2022. Follows the true story of Donahue, who as a young veteran sneaks into the Vietnam War to deliver beer to his friends who are serving duty. That's commitment. That is very You wouldn't do to- that for me, Pinder. I, uh, I'm not a veteran. I, I, I'm not savvy in the ways of the Vietnamese jungle. Great if you were in jail, I'd break in Great. and smoke a blunt with you, though, all right? I got to go to Vietnam to have some food. Yeah, what up? Good food there. Um, too much beverage here. And this I believe this is similar to you at McMahon a few years ago. Remember you got in trouble at McMahon? It's a judgment, right? Some people say too much. Some people say too little. But, okay, let's see. Well, the washroom lines get long, and you got to go. Like, I mean, Put what do you want to do? This guy just, is, he's putting out a fire. Give me a the only fire getting out is this burning desire to be at this game this long. You're going to get tossed. Are you serious? He's still going. Jeez. Unreal. <laughs> so, Rhett, what was that conversation like with security? Somebody, what is he peeing on? It's like a pillar or something. Oh. Uh, maybe it yeah, is. Don't, don't, don't do that at the football game. The cops okay, don't thank like you. it. Yeah. Uh, I believe we have some footage from one of Boom's kids. Now he's at a beach somewhere. I don't know if it's an all inclusive, but. Belly flop. All you got to do is just pretend to be sober and no one will know, Red. No one will know. Oh. Oh. The old burp puke. It'll get the, you. Yeah, the, the buke. Sunglasses are on. He's looking good. Oh, dear. And then look at this. He's looking back. Did anyone see that? Am I busted? Am I busted? Because he pukes right into the... Oh, God. That's what the bucket's there for, I guess. <laughs> Is that right? It's foam and puke here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, watch this video and just tell me what you're watching. Didn't expect that part. Holy! Who's writing the script on these Red Bull acts? I'm gonna need more than I'm gonna need more than a Red Bull to try that. Sorry. Holy! Like I, I so okay. He's got a drone that he starts wake surfing behind, and then there's a big jump, and he takes the wake surf yeah, off the jump, and, and we he's now wake realize- surfing off the hundredth floor of a building. We now realize that was a pool at the top of a skyscraper that he was surfing on, and he yeah. pulls out a parachute about a third of the way down, two-thirds it's of the way down the building. Definitely not in uh, Jacksonville. I'm guessing uh, Dubai. That looks very Dubai-esque, yes. Holy. There's a lot there. Yeah, there's plenty there. I would that. be happy on that beach at the bottom or in that pool at the top of the cocktail. I don't need anything in the middle. Give me that video camera. I'm that ha- I'll operate. I don't want to deal with. <laughs> I, like if that's how you get your kicks, where does it end? I, I just don't know what you can do next. Like, what, what's your next? No parachute. If that's a gateway drug, I don't know what's harder than that. You just wake surfed off a hundred story building into a dive with a parachute. Like that is insane. Oh, huh. uh, we got some video from your house. I think it was one of your kids. Uh, playing a trick, and there's a couple in on it because one's filming. This is the shoveler. She's making a nice pie here. A few moments later. 
now that's one of the middle names your kids obviously great yeah but there's always Um, one mischievous one eh? my boys wouldn't do that they're (laughs) good-hearted oh that wasn't you okay must be (laughs) in-laws and finally we have some closure we have closure we have resolution with the lost kangaroo east of toronto who knew you were going to be on the big story of the morning, Megan? Woohoo! Tell us all about how this came to an end. Yeah, I mean, we uh, headed up here this morning, Heather, thinking we were going to be reporting on the kangaroo still being missing. And we arrived to learn the happy news, the hoppy news that the kangaroo has been caught safe Mm. and sound and is now here at the Oshawa Zoo. And yes, it is several days that the kangaroo was on the loose. Uh, She was on her way to Quebec uh, with another kangaroo and making a pit stop here sort of to stay at like a kangaroo hotel, basically uh, a rest stop on the way to Quebec. And when the handlers were unloading her, she bolted and, and made a run for it and had been on the loose since then. A lot of people in the community on the lookout for her volunteers searching for her she was spotted several times but uh evaded capture until this morning and we're going to bring in uh staff sergeant chris boileau to hear the story of how the kangaroo was captured because it was actually some of your officers who managed to find her tell us what happened so just after 3 a.m uh some of our officers were on patrol in north oshawa they managed to actually locate the wayward marsupial in a driveway. <laughs> wayward uh, they kept uh, eyes on it for a couple of hours. We attempted to make contact with animal control and a few other uh, community partners. Got best practices about how to try to apprehend it safely. And just before seven, uh, two of our members from East Division actually ended up grabbing it by the tail and successfully held her down. She was cold, hungry, but she was, uh, she was unharmed otherwise. I feel like we need a name for the kangaroo, Rhett. What a star. Stupid. Well, they're all dumb is what we're learning. And it's just like, and here we are. Look at this. Strong contender for headline of the year. Escaped kangaroo punches police officer in the face before Oshawa capture. Love it. Violent to the bastard. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on board with the. That's two days in a row with kangaroo news. And I've got an inkling there'll be more kangaroo news tomorrow. I, I also like the fact that here in Canada, that's big news. In uh, outside of the GTA, this would be as exciting as things get in Oshawa. <laughs> the schwa, uh, wayward marsupial, to quote that uh, police staff officer. sergeant. Staff sergeant was very comfortable on camera. Right, he was okay with that. He looks sharp. Yeah, just got the beard trimmed. Here we go. Uh, wayward marsupial. <laughs> uh, Village Honda presents the Pinder Report in the Northwest Auto Mall or online at villagehonda.com. Whether it's Pre-owned or new in-stock inventory, start your automotive adventure at villagehonda.com or just head right up there, Stony off Crouch, stick handle in, there you are, Northwest Auto Mall. It gets better with the kangaroos tomorrow. I don't want any more kangaroos. <laughs> it's not an escape. It's not Canada. Uh, the teaser is golf course. Sorry, I was just I have to. We can't stop with the kangaroos. It started with Aussie Brad, and we just now people just send me kangaroo stuff all day. And please keep doing it on Twitter, no, or Instagram. Please stop. Uh, Boom has been telling us about his journey with the hearing loss clinic. We saw his first visit where he headed out there and uh, got his ears tested. Said, "Oh my goodness, there's an issue here." 
And uh, he went through the whole journey of, oh my gosh, do I hear hands? What are we talking about? And then put him on. Oh my gosh, I'm hearing everything. This is amazing. It's time for another check-in with the Boom Cat and the Hearing Loss Clinic. Well, buddies, update. It's been a few months now since I've been wearing my hearing aids from the Hearing Loss Clinic. I've told you about how big of a difference they've made. I just wanted to give you a little bit of a run through and let you know just what kind of a difference. Well, after the assessment, I came home, told the family that I was going to be getting hearing aids. They were floored. They didn't think there was anything wrong with my hearing at all. What? 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 Hmm. Truthfully though, when Hannah told me after the assessment that I was a candidate for hearing aids, honestly, I was kind of bummed out. I was gonna be a guy that's wearing hearing aids now. You get told that kind of news, it's hard to hear. Well, not hard to hear in the... It was just wrapping my head around being a guy that wears hearing aids. And now that I've worn them for so long and I've gotten used to how much of a difference they make, I don't know, it was silly. These are mine, come in this case, doubles as a charging box or whatever you wanna call it. There's practically nothing to them. They're light, they just sit on the top of your ear. If you have worn any kind of an earbud or a headphone, you're going to be fine. And the kind that I have, they actually double as a headphone. I don't need to take these out and put headphones in. I don't have to put headphones in, take them out, put these back in. It's awesome. The main thing people will ask is, so what do they do? What's the difference that they make? For me, it was the high end of things. I, I do this hand thing when I uh, talk about it. It's the best way I can describe it. Think of it if you were listening to music and then somebody pulled all the high end, the treble, all the way down. Charlie Brown's teacher. So this is what it would sound like with the hearing aids in, hearing things clearly, hearing all the high end stuff. And then all of a sudden, if you took the hearing aids out, it might sound like this, you know? You lose all the high end and only you hear the, the low stuff. You don't hear the, that stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? Can you hear me? You know what I'm saying? Another thing that I've noticed is I've been listening to pretty much everything way louder than I needed. I'm at home watching a TV or a movie or something. Way too loud. I had everything cranked up so that I could hear what people were saying or hear the words when in fact it was just the high end I was missing. Now with these, I find I'm turning things down volume wise all the time. I even notice it when I'm driving, specifically with the radio or before I'd have to have the thing cranked or I just would have the thing cranked. Now I find if anything, it's always, it, it's always way, it's always way too loud. Conversations now, totally better. I'm not doing the old turn and lean anymore. And I realize it now and looking back how often I would have been in conversations with people and not really be hearing what's going on. I'll still do my very scientific test every once in a while. I'll come home at the end of the day, take them out just to see, is it really making that big of a difference? Once you're used to hearing everything and then you take them out and it's again, pretty happy that that's not how I have to live anymore. People at the hearing loss clinic are the best. And it's not just the assessing of the, the science in your ears to figure out what's wrong. It's, it's kind of the human side of it. They get it. It's not news that you want to hear. News you want to hear. I did it again. I don't want to.
Or if it's about being out in public and being seen wearing hearing aids, you saw the size of mine, they're tiny. Yeah, there was a day where you'd have those huge, big plastic beige things in your ear with like dials and switches and stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, breaker, breaker, one nine, coming in, yeah, uh-huh. Plus, everybody wears headphones and stuff nowadays. Go to the mall, get on a bus, the gym, the office. Everyone has headphones in. They're wearing some sort of earbud thing. Trust me, you're just gonna be some other guy or girl with something in your ear. So don't wait, just do it. Maybe you'll go and they'll say, you got nothing wrong with your hearing, it's fine, it's perfect, awesome, great. But if there's an issue, you're in the greatest hands you could be. Hearingloss.ca is the website, just book an assessment for yourself. So listen up, hear me now. Listen to the sound of my voice. Hearingloss.ca, book an assessment, you'll be happy you did. as happy as he's looked in a long time i tell you looks different with a hat off too and oddly enough i wish there was a hearing loss clinic here because was at nona's for breakfast this morning mm -hmm. and uh she's having issues with uh, her mm -hmm. that's normal uh the locations in calgary include shaughnessy university district northwest in the crowfoot business center and the North Hill Professional Office is also another fifth location on the way. And if you're outside of Calgary, how about in BC, Cranbrook, Creston, Fernie, Golden, and Invermere. So there you are. Thanks to our good pals at the Hearing Loss Clinic for brightening at least a few hours of Boomer's life. Yes. That's I mean, it's, it's the Lord's work. We thank you. We need you more often. Can you come around a little more? <laughs> Can you do this every day, please? <laughs> I hope he's having a good time. Uh, well, we haven't heard from him, so I'm sure it's smashing. I think it's also very early there, although he usually is up scrolling the internet at the middle of the night, so he would be probably up anyway. Maybe um, he just needs to live there, and then his hours would be make more sense. I mean, it's he's got a home studio. It could be, the home could be anywhere. He's got a home studio. Good thoughts. Uh, let's do our, uh, well, okay, so we got two options. I can tell you what's on the slate tonight for sports, uh, what's on the menu for DoorDash, or we look at uh, some of the pictures and thoughts, uh, queries that people have regarding our barn burner blonde beer from Origin Brewing. Beer. Beer, beer it is. Beer first, then DoorDash. So I don't know if you knew about this. Uh, we're kind of a big deal. We got our own beer. We've done a lot of cool things. We've traveled a lot of places. We've interviewed some amazing people, but... The, the absolute peak of Mount Everest in career achievements. We have our own beer, and not only is it just a beer, it's an absolutely sensational beer. It is the Barnburner Blonde from Origin Brewing. Fifth-generation farmers from the farm to your glass, one of just two breweries in the country. There's no middleman here, Rhett. They grow the barley, they malt the barley, they use the malt to make the beer, to pour in the taproom, to go in Pinder's belly. It's impressive stuff. We launched the beer last Tuesday. You were there. Uh, we had a great night. It was a capacity crowd in Strathmore. Uh, big thank you to everyone that came out. Started selling that night. Mandeep brought some in to BK Beaufort Liquor on Thursday. He's already ordered a massive second order. It's starting to uh, get into the old Alberta liquor system. We're not quite there, but uh, you'll start seeing it pop up around town in liquor stores. Be sure to ask your local liquor store and or watering hole, hey, have you heard about Origin Brewing? Could you get some in? It's great stuff, and I'm super proud of the blonde. Very crushable indeed. It's what you want. It's not like, wow, that's unique. I'll have one, and then I'll try it again in three months. Nope. Keep those coming. Those are great. And we can see some of the fellows in the comments 
loving the beer as well. So we told you, if you're going to try the beer, take a picture. We're putting you on the show. Now, this is our boy, Mark, who lives in Boston. Boston. Big barn burner fan. He's a Flames fan. He's a University of Miami fan. He's, uh, I think, Miami Dolphins. He's all over, man. It's I don't know what the story is, but he's a Flames guy, so he loves barn burner. Since my first ever trip to Calgary, I'm super stoked. Where downtown can I get the barn burner blonde? That's where I'm staying. Well, Mark, we're going to have lots of places down the road in downtown, but it's so new, we're not there yet. So what we're going to do, we'll talk to Mandeep, we'll deeper at BK Beaufort Liquor. We'll try to get you something set up. We'll connect the two of them on Twitter. Uh, and I, if you're only Calgary for the first time ever, we got to make sure it's a great experience, right? He's going to go to the Dome. And he's numbers. Now, look at this. Backs. That, uh, you're not sharing your beer if your dog's giving you that face. That's that's Dad's being a hog face. Go back to that. That's good stuff. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's a Dad. come on, man. Pour Dad. it in the bowl. Don't say I like it when you won't let me try it. Open it. Or my dishes put it in the bowl. Look at the uh, the beer fridge too. The custom flames beer fridge in the back. Wood paneling. I like that. Nice gear. It's a good setup. Barber to blonde. Uh, here's I made a boo boo yesterday. Uh, you go to originbrewing.ca is the website to order any of the origin products, but that's how you get your hands on the barn burner blonde. Uh, right now, the originbrewing.ca website, your promo code is hashtag BarnburnerBlonde. Not just BarnburnerBlonde. And it's blonde with an E. We're making you do a lot of work here. I feel like promo code should be simple. These aren't like banking passwords, but nonetheless, hashtag BarnburnerBlonde with an E. $5 ships every Thursday, anywhere within 50 kilometers of Calgary. You got to love that. Check it out. And uh, yeah, treat yourself. You're watching the game tonight? Crack a blonde. There yeah, it is. Hashtag Bond Burner Blonde. Thank Absolutely. you, Jack. And Jack's spelling's atrocious. He nailed this one. So it isn't as hard as it could be. Yeah, if Jack can do it, anybody can. If Jack can spell it, I mean, there's no excuses for anyone else. Try to get him to spell Otani. I'll 20 tries before he's close. Uh, what's on the menu for DoorDash? Speaking of deals, we got one for our pals at DoorDash. And it's not just food, Rhett. You want flowers? You want deodorant? You want uh, maybe a brace for your knee? You need some cough medicine? You want some carrots? You want a coffee? DoorDash has got it all. Cough medicine. That's a good one. I mean, I don't know how you're feeling. Uh, who was Mucinex. it? Mucinex. Is that what uh, Ukapuka Lukanen's dealing with in Buffalo? I don't know. He's down and out. He's down and out. So the, he'll be calling DoorDash, I'm sure. Uh, very simple. Just get the app, install it, and we got a deal for your first order on the DoorDash app. It's easy. Choose what you want. Your items will be left safely outside your front door with our default contactless delivery setting. And you can order from multiple stops along the way with just uh, one single delivery. That's easy. Double dash on DoorDash. That's a thing. Don't worry about cooking dinner or running to the store. Let it all come to you with DoorDash for a limited time. Our listeners and viewers get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. Download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. That is NATION. 25 that's 25% off up to 10 dollars value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download it and hammer in nation 25 dash that for the win let's look at the slate minnesota calgary scotiabank saddledome 7 p.m puck drop wild are favored tonight Rhett, despite looking up at the flames in the standings if i'm really? correct three in a row under john hines they're feeling it I uh, I worry about this game a little more than I would have a week ago. But what are you worried about? Because you're a... Kaprizov. 
That's what I'm no, worried about. I know, but you're not going to be upset. We, we don't no, have that's to. that's true. Yeah. No, it's, you're right. We I'm are right. in the driver's seat, you and I, Pinder, because if they play well and they have a success, great. We've got a it's victory to celebrate with the, yep. with the blonde. Mm-hmm. If they lose, great. We've got a draft pick to celebrate with the blonde. Like and it's Connie's all... got a clear M.O. of what to do here. Yes. We don't want Connie getting stuck in the middle here, Rhett. He gets confused. Give him some clarity. We need confused to give him a blonde. Conroy. That's what they call him. Get Iggy on speakerphone and talk this out. Losses are the worst. Again, and confused Conroy will have all everything. Uh, that's 7 o'clock start. Minus 115 on Betway. Is, bothering is me. The shoveler is if if anyone's listening that knows the shoveler, text her and tell her to stop sending me. I can do that, but then I'd be texting on the show. Um you shouldn't have her number. Wait a minute. You oh perverted. that's just a, don't even worry. It's just a little bastard app deleting messages. I knew it. it. I knew um, it. Um Canada and Australia are playing a friendly in women's soccer tonight in Vancouver. Why are we talking about it? We usually talk about women's soccer. It is the final game ever for Christine Sinclair. The greatest scorer in the history of women's soccer. Christine Sinclair's final match tonight, 8 o'clock on One Soccer, the app. It's also a channel on your Telus TV if you've got that one. All right. Uh, Canada, Australia. Australia, mate. Now, she made me almost cry that Christine Sinclair. She's so passionate about the game when she plays it. And apparently, uh, the people that know Christine better than, than we do, which would be massive soccer fans, Stephen Brunt, who wrote a book about her, things like that. Uh, she's played, I think, five games with crowds and more than 50,000 people. I think she scored in all five. It was like World Cups, she's not Olympics. She's not messing around. So uh, we'll see what you can do tonight as a farewell. They've renamed the stadium Christine Sinclair Place for the night. Love it. Uh, the Vancouver Science Center is going to be turned into a red and white soccer ball. The whole stadium's got LED lights that are going to be red and white. She is literally one of the greatest athletes our nation's ever produced period stop and uh we'll be celebrated tonight in bc expecting a huge crowd right i've heard over Good. 30 000 oh, people support yes love it that's at eight o'clock flames wild at seven that's what's on the menu for doordash again that promo code nation 25 dash that for the win can we do a quick poll can we do polls, Jack? You could. Are you a pollster? No, no. We, we'll just have to do people that are listening. It's got to be live. Poll. I got to pick quick. I'm getting harassed here by the shoveler. Apparently, Harangued. Yeah. The youngster needs a new jacket. Do you go with okay. the the just black? Oh, that's a puff one. Yeah, black yeah. puff vest. The kind of the brownie, yellowy, and it black. Looks like he's a safety vest. What are we doing there? Or the blue and kind of black, gray. I, I, you can't go wrong with all black, man. I'm the other ones with you. I'm with you. Styles come and go, but uh, just rock solid black, monochrome, not going to be a problem. All right, Pinder. Well, you just text her and let her know. <laughs> well, the message might delete. She won't see it later as she glances and be gone. Damn Snapchat. <laughs> Everyone's saying black, by the way. Yeah. Okay. All going 80% black right now. Yeah, that orange 80%. one with the black in the middle, that looks like a minion with a black vest on. He's a huge minion fan, so maybe. But maybe I'm with you. Black. And the blue is okay, but black's just you could blue. You know what the blue feels like? Feels like you're trying too hard. Yeah. You know what else? Blue's for a six-year-old, five, six-year-old, and, and Bills fans, as we're seeing on our screens. But <laughs> you're right. It's a boy, blue. <laughs> right? Like you're young. Yes. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, Betway bets Thanks, of the day. Everyone. Thanks, everyone. I help. told you that uh, Minnesota's favored in Calgary tonight, but what we've not told you is how our football picks went on the weekend, Rhett. Betway, not- bet the responsible way, 19 plus Ontario only. Get on your phone, get on your desktop, wherever you're doing your things where your computing's happening, you're texting, you're deleting messages, Rhett. Uh, yeah, get the Betway sure on there. Get them all. Get them on there. Look at what the holy drop or shut the front door. Are you kidding me? Three for three. He is rolling. It's two reasons for Boomer to be happy today. Jeez. I'm so glad he's not here with an arrogance. I know. Yeah, that'd be tough. Arizona, an easy cover. They upset Pittsburgh. Never mind the five and a half points. Detroit did hang on to beat New Orleans. That was a little more tense than I think they wanted. Uh, you know what? They got up early in that one. Wasn't it like 21 nothing at one point? Isn't and that then, what Detroit uh, does? New Orleans stormed back, and that was an actual game. And Miami just throttled Washington. He's been riding Miami for like two months here. They have Not been winning idea. by a lot. Three they and oh. Points. Rhett, 21 and 15. That might be the best record of the group. You're in trouble. It will here. be. It will be. He'll be beating me by one because I don't think I went three and oh. So. Okay. Next, Jack. Oh, ah, oh, oh, no. I was on a heater. I think I had gone five weeks without a losing record. You were, you were hot. Miami, good. Jacksonville, gross last night. Are you kidding me? What are like they Jake doing? Browning was, looked I'm, like I'm happy with Jacksonville losing because I don't think Cincinnati's, but what is like They don't what have a quarterback doing? in Cincinnati. Jake Browning. His name was Pants Browning before... Yesterday, they, that, they he was great. Rifle. Oh, red rifle. Retro, two and one, not bad. So you're 20 and 16. And again, you know what? I'm two and one. I'm 20 and 16. And I guarantee 10, 12 of those 16 losses are yeah, heart losses. Yeah. Bet your heart. Mm. Miami. Can't pick Miami because I... Stupid. You did all right. You, the the Chargers. I thought the line was uh, like they six nothing. That is gross. And that line moved to six and a half by Sunday. You're you got that at the right day. You would have lost that if it was a game day bet. But of course you wouldn't have made it then because you're such a sharp. You know you're following these lines. Every half point I'm matters. Kidding. Rams no sweat. They went out right uh, by a bit over Cleveland. I believe that Kyron Williams touching out the end. Thank you very much. And yeah, but you're going against Miami, man. It was your heart that got in the way. It did. Oh, did Pittsburgh lose, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us, uh, Jack. For the for the for, we need the the fifteenth swerve of the season. Are you in or out? We'll get there. Like, I'm a sharp, obviously. Obviously, I have the two games, and I'm with like with Rhett. Like, I'm betting with my heart, and Pittsburgh's screwing me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm done betting on them. I can't put them in my bet. <laughs> He's done. I'm, I won't He's bet done. on them again this year unless like it's a really obvious bet. I mean, this oh, felt God. like it, but I'm not <laughs> betting on them. I'll I actually them. thought I'll it was. Watch the man. games. I'm not putting them in my in my betway picks. Like, look, I'm get, those are two great picks. San Fran dominated. The Rams dominated. Yeah, those aren't close. And I, I bet with my heart, and they bit me in the ass. You were even like, worried about that line. You're like, geez, I thought Philly, like Philly would be the favorite here, but I still like San Francisco. You stuck with it. You were right on that. The only thing you're not right on is the team you pay the most attention to. That's the, the Steelers. Yeah. So, so you're done betting. Them. We're done betting. Because you said that in week four. 
Yeah, right, Jack. And then Let's make a rally. pact. We need to make a pact, Jack. We don't bet with our hearts. We don't bet with our hearts. We don't bet, we bet with our we hearts. We bet with our brains. We don't bet with our hearts. This is a good little battle we got. So we got two of you, uh, Boom and Rhett, vying for the championship on the show. And I think uh, Jack and I are within one or two as well. So Yeah, we're tied for last. We're fighting for not last. This is a great finish to the season. Hmm. How many weeks left? Uh, there's now 18 weeks. Well, here's this is the dilemma. last week coming up right here, week 14 of fantasy football regular seasons. Then you'll be into playoffs with weeks 15, 16, and 17. And then week 18 is not a fantasy football week because so many teams will just rest their good players. It would screw up a fantasy season. And then we're into the playoffs, yeah. man. It's short strokes. Did you get your uh, X? No, you got uh, you no, got Jamar chased. I lost old Jamar. The one Still guy. Third. Yeah. Okay. Did you? So maybe you did get your X. Or, no, well, it's updated. I don't see an X. But no, you're anyway. not. You haven't clinched yet. There's a lot of teams at seven and six. My God, six teams at seven and six. That's why you're not clinched yet. Good luck. One more win and you're in. Punch your ticket, Red. Would you? Oh, okay. Please, please. Okay. Betway, 19 plus, bet the responsible way, Ontario only. Thanks for partnering up with us, Betway. Having a lot of fun. By the way, Steelers, Patriots, Thursday night football. The oh. over-under is 30. Hammer the, the lowest under. since 1993, I think I saw. How gross is that? So the Steelers, um, they have not eclipsed 10 points in a while, have they, Jack? They had 16 against the Bengals. Okay, sorry. So in they've 16 is the high water mark for the last three weeks. Correct. Gross. Patriots at home, zero points last week. 30 feels low or feels high. Excuse me. Like I, I, I'm not afraid of the under there. Ramondre Stevenson sprain, uh, high ankle sprain. It's the only problem with 30 is any type of fluke point could. It's true. Like a, a kick, like a special teams touch on you. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Pick six or a blocked punt. Like anyway. And it's like pickets out and he's hurt. Pickets. They've Shit's gone to insane. Billy Zaffy or whatever his name is. Billy Jaffe? Billy Jaffe on, from Nessens playing quarterback for the Patriots. <laughs> What's his name? Zappy. What's the first name? I've forgotten. Uh, Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, there. He's just great intermission work on Nesson. Love Bailey. Yeah. I like to finish. We got, we're playing for something. We got to come up with a punishment for last place. I was going to say, we do. We do need something. Now, you leave in Boomer's hands, and it's going to be something revolting, perverted, or just way too over the top. We don't need a 42-nugget punishment here, but there's got to be something. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll think on it. Then. Okay, good. Yeah, let's workshop that. Back with that later. What's, uh, what you got to tell you about the team tonight? Ladar was great in his last outing. They beat Vegas at home. Don't kick off. I would be as uh, my gut tells me the flames will give you the same type of performance. I think they've kind of found a, they've found their bumpers on the bowling lane or. Okay. They kind of, they would be good, but they're not great. They're working. They're not right. They're kind of, they'll be all right. I would be more concerned with uh, Minnesota. Looks like they might've found some life in their new coach. Uh, And we were all a little underwhelmed with where they were at and perhaps they're rounding into form. 113 points two years ago, 103 last year and just lost at sea this year with the same roster. All of a sudden three wins in a row. Kaprizov's the best player on the ice period. Stop. If he wants to have a night, there's not a lot you can do about it, but 
in this sport, goaltending trumps anything. And if Dan Vladar wants to play like he did uh, two Mondays ago against Vegas, why not the Flames? We'll see. I hope he's good. It'd be nice if you had a marketable asset here. You don't have to trade Dan Vladar. You can love him. You can keep him. Just be worth the $2.2 million the team's paying him so that if you do get a good deal, you can make a good deal. Two to one. Oh, low scoring. Remember, Minnesota on a Tuesday was always two to one. It is Minnesota on a Tuesday. For a I saw that decade, yesterday. I it was Tuesday, Minnesota, two to one. Uh, well, Brett, you're not on Afterburner tonight, so why don't you try on this hockey game, see if it's the cure for insomnia. I haven't slept well the past couple days. Maybe I'll do Um, What else can we tell you? Lineup-wise, we haven't seen a lot of Walker Dewar. And uh, the extra defenseman is Big Red, Solovyov. I haven't loved Osterley this year. I think Denis Gilbert has been just fine on the left side. Would you entertain a... Uh... I think that you... I think you do. I think you cycle through Osterley yeah. and uh, Solovyov and De Simone, even though he's, down he's not there and you're worried about losing him on waivers. Yeah, keep those guys fresh. Make them earn it. Yes, and I'm not uh, suggesting that uh, it has to be tonight, but I don't think you bring up Solovyov to not play him at all. I think uh, you want to get him in. He was fine when you put him in earlier in the season in that short. Uh, uh, and if you can and get a and if you can get a seventh rounder to turn into something, correct? He's a seventh rounder. Yeah, it looks like Pospisil's not playing tonight. He's beaten the odds already, Solovyov, Big Red, by just even signing a contract and playing in the American League. Red, it's an so. incredible story that he could be the first kid to play out of that draft round already at the NHL. It's good. And uh, look, Pike Bomb, Pike Bomb in the comments. Oh. Pospisil out, Gilbert out, Solo and Dewar are in. You can add that comment for us, Jackie. That's not just some schlub in the comments. It's Pike Bomb, Ryan Pike, FlamesNation.ca. So that would tell me that Walker Dewar enters the fold. We'll see who gets to play the right side of the Cadre and Zeri line, because that's been where Pospisil has been. Do you put Dewar there? Do you slide up a Dylan Dubé? Dubé's moving see. up. I like Dubé up there. Give him a chance. Get a little fire playing with. Sorry, it's worked for everyone else. And it'll be uh, Solovyov and Osterly on the back end. Okay. That's I'm a little good. surprised at that, because there's some meat in the Minnesota lineup. I think Pospisil's dealing with something. I don't think. I'm not talking about Pospisil. Solo's big boy. Dewar's big boy. I know he's big, but Gibby Gilbert will scrap, and I think there's a few of those guys that... That's 100% fair, and I wonder if he's dealing with something, too. He's like, it's just he, he fights every fourth game as a flame, I swear. It's like, so who knows? Maybe you're trying to protect a guy. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Okay. That pretty much does it. Christine Sinclair kicks some ass tonight. Cammy and yeah. I love Afterburner. Rhett, I'll be watching. Uh, 2-1, you're saying? We'll figure out who later. 2-1, that's your final score. 7 p.m. puck drop. And you said you're coming back to town for a while. This was on air, yes, you said that? Big debate. There's a, uh, I got to be in Detroit. Detroit? Play a game early on Detroit on the 17th. And okay. I either haul back to Toronto and hop on a flight and get home. Or go to the Bills-Cowboys game with Keller. And then Ooh, come home the next day. I know what I'd do. It's not uh, not a tough one. 
You go to the Bills and Cowboys. That's a tough schedule. Kansas City and then that one later. Oh, man. Just Philly. The... Also, you're going to get Phoenix coming up. You got uh, potentially a Toronto thing that uh, we're learning about. Maybe you're in Jasper. All traveling man rats. Come hey, travel with us. Jayden, come here. We're in Don't Phoenix, on, Jan, 11 to 13. To everybody in Calgary. Jaden uh, Jaden Jagger is here, folks. Uh, Double J. A real upstart defense, but you got to get your head in the screen there, pal. There you go. Look at him. Look <laughs> at the hairdo on this kid. Get look, look get at that. Down, show us the flow. Yes. Flow going See, that's tight there. on the sides. I'm getting that for Arizona, Rhett. I'm rocking the mullet at Mullet Arena. He, sh he shit talks me. Now get out of here. He shit talks me at a game the other day. I had to put okay. him straight. Sit him down. Yeah. You, oh, you want to? Oh, your mouth from the coach. Oh, really? Sit your ass down. Have boy. a seat, Double J. You're off the power play now, son. Uh, Jan 11th to 13th, Phoenix, $12.99 per person, double occupancy. This is going to be great. We got your friends. Buy your damn tickets. The game. Not many left. Call. Not many. We're into the, the final sets of pairs. Like, let's, let's get this sold out, fellas, and then we can uh, unveil something. Moms are invited. Moms invited. What was I saying in Strathmore? You were always great with those single mom charities when you were in Calgary. You the live shows are a little different than the, the real show. It's, mm -hmm. As crazy as that might sound. Mm -hmm. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try with betterhelp.com slash flamesnation and get on your way to being your best self. Uh, we're finally at a time, fellas, where we can talk about mental health. Uh, it's okay that not everything's okay. Not sure that it's always been that way for guys, especially if you play sports and it's a macho thing. Ah, talking about your feelings, I don't know. And asking for help can be intimidating, a private thing, but times are changing. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is perfect for flexibility. You don't have to leave your home, what time of day you're working, where are you comfortable doing it? All that can be set up around your schedule. And they're going to get you to fill out a questionnaire when you start so they can find someone that's a perfect fit for you. You don't want someone to say, yeah, I don't really talk about it. I don't want to. You want someone that knows what you're going through to help you get strategies and plans for maybe preparing for situations you know might be stressful or causing problems. They'll match you up with a great therapist. And if you need to switch, there's no charge of that at all. Therapy can help you identify what challenges exist and you can start building strategies and coping skills so you can become the best version of yourself. Make your brain your friend with better help. And again, holiday season, lots of greats that come with that. There's also a lot of stress points. Families can be uh, complicated. No? So can bills. I didn't see the, the nephews, the nieces, the aunts and uncles, but God, I'm just a little stressed about, okay, well, good. Let's talk about it. Let's build a strategy. Make your brain your best friend. Get on your way to being your best self. Visit BetterHelp, excuse me, BetterHelp.com slash Flames Nation. Do that today. You get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Flames Nation. I'm excited about uh, the holidays and moving in. We all go to Grandma and Grandpa's house, Rhett. And well, I thought you were going to say you're excited about over. the two-to-one Tuesday night Minnesota game. Thrilled about that as well, but looking just further down the road, we're mm -hmm. almost to the holidays, man. I think we've I'm, already had two Christmas parties. Like it's things. Are I'm weird. excited for the boozy Christmas. We've got to get this organized. If I'm coming back, we might as well. Oh my goodness, you're back for the boozy Christmas party. Well, cool. I don't know. You guys don't let me in on any of the planning. 
Well, you don't answer your idea, emails. Guy. So it's kind of like a chicken or the egg thing. You are back for the Christmas party. This is amazing. Okay, good. We're going to workshop that. Can't wait. We'll have ideas tomorrow. Also, tomorrow, be sure to join us. Last year, we raised $20,927.99 for Closer Great. to Home. An incredible charity here in Calgary that helps families that wouldn't otherwise have Christmas have amazing Christmases and celebrate the holidays to be able to buy gifts for each other, have fancy Fancy's probably too strong to have holiday meals and really enjoy the season, not to feel guilt and angst. Great charity, great people. We raised almost $21,000. We're doing it again. What are we doing? We've got auction packages to tell you about. You're going to be able to bid knowing your money's going to a great place and the incredible experiences we're going to be offering. Some of the ones from last year that were amazing are back and we've added some new ones as always. Tomorrow, we start unveiling year two of the Top Shelf Elf Christmas Charity. Can't wait to see you tomorrow. Looking forward to that. See you, buddies. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.